Hello, Weebs, new and old, and welcome back to Gateway to the Universe, the podcast that aims to guide anime novels to the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our novice, Will. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the pod. We're going to talk about some fun animation today. We've not just got Japanese animation for you, we've got Western animation as well. It's going to be a, a, a fun-packed... Um, a fun-packed show. We've also got, uh, at the end of the episode, we're going to talk about The Flash, the, re- the, the, blah, 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 the most recent release from DC blah, 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 blah. and the um, DCEU, is it? Is that, I think it's the DCEU. Uh, like, it's the, it's the final, uh, almost the final. Aquaman 2 will be the final nail in the coffin of mm. the DCEU as yeah. we know it, uh, as it transitions beautifully into the James Gunn-led DCU. Not confusing at all. No, not confusing at all. Um, it's weird that James Gunn has changed the name to match the, his former employer's universe and yeah. title. But sure, like why not? He, um, he's like, uh, let's hope on the name brands. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think of the shows we're talking about today and hit us up on Instagram and Twitter if you've got any comments or you want to hurl some abuse or like one of our recent episodes, the audio just goes up for one of us and you can fill in the blanks of the conversation and have a conversation with me. I thoroughly enjoy it. You too can pretend to be me and fill in my side of the, of the, uh, <laughs> It was deliberate. It was conversation. a deliberate conscious decision to, uh, um, it was, we're being experimental. Be more immersive. We've changed. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tell your own story. It's basically. Yeah, like, it's a choose yeah. your own adventure yeah, podcast exactly. where uh, yeah. we'd like to mix things up here at Gateway to the Universe. Yeah. Um, anyway, shall we get into our first segment where we talk all things across the Spider Verse? Let's do it. Okay. So, well, across the Spider Verse <laughs> came out. Time. Maybe. Every l- time. Yeah, we've got to do it. It's always a uh, fight to see who starts the episode yeah. off. So. Across the Spider-Verse came out for you a couple of weeks ago, but yes. only just came out this past week here in Japan. Yeah. And I went to see it on the so, second day that it was out. Um, I went to see it. And we're going to talk about it. Obviously before Sam. And last time we spoke, it was so hard not to give away spoilers. It was so hard not to yeah. give anything away. Um, and yeah, so Sam, you've seen it more recently. I want you to yep. lead, lead, lead the, um, lead the conversation here because, um, you'll be able to sort of refresh my mind of what actually goes on in the film. Um, Cause it's, I think if I was going to say anything, um, it's a busy yep. film. Like it there is, is a lot busy. happening. Like kudos to absolutely the animators and stuff in general for lots of reasons, but like it is packed. This is, this yeah, is intense. From plot so, to animation to music. There is just everything in this film is firing on all cylinders. It's from, dialed up. From, almost it? from moment one. In fact, yeah. actually from moment one, because as the title screen comes up, we get um, to revisit the Into the Spider-Verse um, version of the Sony and Marvel logos and Columbia Pictures, where they're glitching out and turning into parallel universe versions of those logos. So right from the word go, we are thrown into the multiverse and we get to lead in with Gwen Stacy, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, that even before we've even seen the title of the film, we get treated to what is an incredible almost 10, 15 minutes of pure Spider-Gwen stuff as she fights an alternate universe version of the Vulture and Miguel O'Hara. Right, yeah. And uh, see, this is why you're leading the conversation. Jessica Drew? that whole sequence. Uh, that whole sequence happens. And, and her discovering the multiverse and getting close to her canon event. Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, um, so, yeah, well, that, that opening let, scene. Let's talk, about, let's talk about that opening sequence then. That was... Um, and then, again, like, this whole thing, we're going to keep coming back to it, I'm sure. The creativity with the animation styles is phenomenal. Like, it's... I, I, there's nothing like it, in, as far as I'm concerned. There's nothing that's attempt there's things that have attempted it but there's nothing that's done it to this scale um it's just so impressive and executed so, that well yeah and it's so well executed like that vulture is made out of paper supposedly yeah. from like this um he's like a it, leonardo like da vinci styled yeah. um, uh drawing <laughs> and and you know the way that interact the way the um the anim- different animation styles clash and um sort of into integrate with each other is is so effective and um mm. done to so so well that um yeah so that whole opening sequence i've just got robot chicken in my mind like robot chicken does a lot of like different <laughs> styled um animations oh yeah they got like the claymation like. stuff or they've got action yeah. figures and then sometimes they do cartoons don't they yeah yeah and and, and speaking of that some of the um more interesting styles that we see we actually see a, like a full lego spider-man section universe which is animated uh by a 14 year old who did a spider-man ps4 video the directors saw it and said hey do you want to make a sequence for the film and so we have like an actual kid animating and creating a part for this film it is so oh, good that is insane that's such oh. that's so cool uh, and you can tell they've just had fun with this whole thing. Like that—that's the perfect example. Mm. We're just gonna throw. We're just gonna throw together and showcase all these talented creators. And like the plot itself. Let's. So oh, the the villain of this, the whole guy, the the what's he called? Spot Miguel <laughs> O'Hara, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. What is that? What he's called? He's not Spider Man. Who are you on about? Wait. Oh, sorry. We're, sorry. We're talking about... Um, well, yeah, he's kind of a villain. He's an antagonist, I guess. He's not the villain. But yeah, you're right. The The other guy is the spot. Yeah. Yeah, the spot. So the spot turns up and that in itself, his power set just adds to so the confusion goofy. and the chaos. And like, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it's incredible to see and to see that, to watch how he uses his power who voices him by the way because i recognize his voice oh i looked this up before did you okay uh spot from what was his name uh, it's it's like a super well-known guy it's not john krasinski is it is it no it's not john it's not john krasinski the spot va this is great for a uh for... yeah 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 it's great you know just stay with us we'll be we'll be with you great phil phil phil, phil 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 jonathan on jonathan on jason schwartzman jason schwartzman sure let's have a look jason who schwartzman. is i recognize his face no it's not yes is it, it is yes interesting yeah it is yeah Huh. Jason Schwartzman, what's he been in? He's in Scott Pilgrim. He's, been in He's in yeah. um, Asteroid City. He's in the Hunger. He's in Hunger Games as someone. Spot. Either way, 
He's great. Spot is great. He comes in with this really like seemingly useless uh, power of being able to open portals kind of anywhere. And it's not really that effective, but the way that he then uses that, the way that when Miles is fighting him at the beginning of the movie and he's going to punch him and then it's, he's punching himself, but then Miles starts to figure out, okay, if I punch him here and then I grab my own arm, I can pivot off that and then get him with his own leg. Look, don't try and explain this man. Like it's, it's tricky (laughs) as hell. And, and there is, Probably a lot of logic put into it, but it all happens so quick. And, my, and one of my criticisms with, with with this film is there's so much going on. Um, yeah. I often, it's, it's I, a I was kind of frustrated. Sure. I often felt like I was missing certain things that yeah. I wanted to pay more attention to, especially the dialogue. Now, there was a lot of moments where there was so much background music and things going on that I yeah. missed lines. And I was like, Common I feel like that was a good quip or I feel... Yeah. Yeah. Online, a common complaint has been that the mixing in cinemas hasn't been very good. It's been, the music has been too overpowering. And like, there's a lot of times. Brilliant. Yeah. Again, in that first kind of opening section with Gwen, she would say something and I didn't quite get what she was saying. I just had to kind of just like follow. And uh, I mean, they're not talking about anything too dramatic a lot of the time. Like, again, animation as a medium, you can kind of tell from characters' facial expressions and the way they're moving, like, what's happening. But I think that's different but- with Spider-Verse because I think one of the be- one of the things that I loved about this was the the character... The characters, right? With Miles yes. and Gwen in particular, the way they're drawn, the, the personality and emotion and the way they move, I genuinely fell in love with them characters. Like, yes, okay. Gwen All is over again. phenomenal. Or, is, or did this... Salad- did this solidify them for you, like from? Yeah, the like film? I want to go back and watch. Like I, I've watched um, some um, review uh, stuff for the first one in preparation. Mm. I haven't watched the entire film, but I've watched like some watch-alongs and some stuff like that to sort of get yeah. people's reactions and get the highlights and stuff like that. Um, so I want to go back and see if it's if it's as good as this because this to me it really stood out how. The, the realism of the characters and the, the like the swagger of miles and his like little lip twitches and like the it's just mm. little little characterizations that are so um unique the humanizing the, very humanizing um and you don't I, I just don't really feel like i've seen that from anything else um mm. and yeah gwen in particular like i fell in love I, with her she's mm, she's amazing the whole bit with her dad towards the end like just everything about her and and the fact that she's approaching her canon event and she's struggling because she's all alone and then she's confused and she's got this all all this responsibility and she can't tell anybody and then when it is revealed at the beginning of the movie um oh by the way yeah 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 (laughs) should say spoilers right i was just about to be like whoa 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 whoa." Um, yeah when her dad isn't willing to listen to her and just you see that absolute crushing pressure on her. Like other like the first film was about Miles becoming Spider-Man. This film is about Gwen having her arc. Miles is almost the secondary protagonist in this film. Because Gwen is the person. Yeah, almost. Like I think it's most. definitely the narrative is still focused around Miles and you know he's the center of the Spider-Verse, as it were. And we find out 
You know, again, mm. full spoilers. We find out later towards the end that he is unique in terms of the Spider-Verse because he was never mm. supposed to be Spider-Man. And that reveal, like anyone, I, I'm assuming this is true to the comics and everything. Anyone who's read the comics and knows the backstory of Miles is going to probably know that. And that's not a big reveal. But for me, as sort of like your layman fans person, like mm. that was that was incredible. I love that. That was, that that was a like, really good that, reveal. That makes so much sense because, like, we knew that. Like, they set that up. We knew that that spider mm. from wasn't the beginning of the film. It was glitching in the first film. So it was glitching in the first film. From this universe. Yeah. But yeah, so it's so interesting because yeah. I don't think in the comics, I think when they introduced Miles in the comics, he was he was just a kid that got bit by a similar spider to Peter. I think this oh, okay. twist that this Miles Morales is an anomaly is the anomaly. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. that is new as far as I'm aware. Feel free to correct me in the comments yeah. if you want to, but I th- I'm pretty sure this is like a new spin for the character. I love it. Either like, way, I love it. Yeah, it's so good. It puts it's so like, much, it's, it's not just like a uh, a tribute. It's not just like, a, um, oh, here's, here's a young black Spider-Man because we want diversity it's like no this is a this is an important character this he this, is now this guy the center of the universe here yeah oh, it's, so, it's good. so good and again the, the whole thing of the first film was anyone can wear the mask anybody can do it and it kind of reaffirms that it's like well yeah yeah if people mess around spiders will bite anybody they'll bite an indian guy they'll bite a japanese guy they'll bite yeah captain america in some timelines like it's it's so powerful to just be like yeah look spider-man is a relatable hero you could be spider-man it could be anybody and that's what is the beating heart of spider-man which often gets lost in a lot of the newer stories especially in the comics but here it's just miles is the only miles and gwen and peter later are the only (laughs) spider-man who are acting like spider-man everybody else is kind of bought into Miguel's quite authoritative. We've got to keep things going. People have to die. We need to allow these these tragedies to happen because Spider Man is a sacrifice. And Miles questions that, and he says, "Yeah, why does it have to be? Can't we try yeah. to make it not a sacrifice?" And I love that idea because it's brought up so often, and even in the film, they very explicitly lay it out. It's like Uncle Ben has to die. We have to have yeah. a Captain Stacy die. We see all these moments. I, from- I feel, I feel like they missed. I, I, they, they probably they might go go with this in the end, um, but I think mm. they, they. I don't know whether they're they're trying to lean towards this or whether it's like just obvious. But the fact the fact that these are all you know canon events for all Spider Man, no matter what what the universe, no matter what the scenario, mm. the fact that. He is not Spider-Man. He was an accident. He was like not never supposed to be Spider-Man. Surely is an argument to say that he doesn't need a canon event. Yeah. Like he he can break that cycle because he's not Spider-Man. And it seems almost short-sighted that the other Spider-Men don't see that. It's like, well, why would he need a canon event? He's not supposed to be Spider-Man. We've just used that argument. Because when we see that scene, it's all laid out as the webs, right? And and Yeah, yeah they know that this is coming up in his universe because they're able to predict the fact that his dad, the captain, is going to die. I think once somebody becomes Spider-Man, there's a, like, the web starts to form. They become a part of the Spider-Verse. Yeah, they become part of the Spider-Verse. No, 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 what was it? (laughs) 
what was it that Miguel called it? The uh, the interdimensional spider focused web theory or something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah they get, they the web starts to form around them. And I think the message of this film is we don't we shouldn't do what people say we should do. And I think that it's building to Miles going and basically destroying his web and stopping his reality from being erased or, or whatever. Like, I feel like it's leading towards him bucking the trend and breaking the cycle and then possibly yeah. allowing all the other spider people to be, to be freed. Okay. All right. What did you, uh, what did you think to the film being left on a cliffhanger? I know that this surprised a lot of people. A lot of people went into this thinking that it was going to be a, like just a flat sequel. But mm. because I'm terminally online and I read everything I can about everything, um, I knew that this was going to be a part one and that they were going to finish it in yeah. the third movie. I didn't, so, I, didn't, I didn't ask whether you knew about it. How do you feel about it? I feel fine. I didn't know. I feel fine about it. And because... I was a bit disappointed that it ended the way it did. Yeah. I think the fact that I knew about it helped soften the blow. I think the fact that I knew yeah. that I, I'm definitely getting a, an ending to this story um, helped. It made it an easier pill to swallow, and I did. I did like that because it meant that this film could all be spent building up what the multiverse is, introduces to a cast of characters, and kind of set the table. While yeah, still it's like being an Infinity a decent... War, isn't it? It's yeah, exactly. It, that's the perfect My analogy. problem is, it, I don't feel like it's self... I feel like all prequels or all part ones should still have... A self-contained an aspect. Arc and a, yeah. a self-contained aspect to it that you can experience on. And I just feel like this doesn't have that in the way that other films do. Like, like even Infinity War you has could end an it. end. Like, yeah. you, you could end it there. <laughs> it's a bad... It's like a bad ending for the world and the heroes. Mm. But it's an yeah, ending. It, it's a bad ending. Complete. And that's why that was, so, that was such yeah. a powerful movie is because it's the yeah. first Marvel movie where the bad guys win. And that was why it was just in- yeah, insane. Yeah. Here it's more like... And we knew that the end game was coming, but still in that theatre, we expected it to be like, okay, Avengers part one, Avengers part two, there's going to be an ending, then they're going to do some more avenging in the next one. Whereas here it just does feel like, okay, have a one or two year intermission before we release part yeah. two. Yeah, it just feels like an episodic thing, doesn't it? More, more than yeah. like a, a movie. And it um, flew by. I, it like By the time it got to yeah, the ending, does, yeah. I was like, oh, what, really? Are we over? I thought we were going to keep going with this. Like, what, I was what? genuinely laughing in the cinema, though. It was so good, so funny. Yeah, it was so a very funny comedy movie. moments in this. How did you feel about all of the uh, other Spider-Men, all of the cameos from like, oh, you know, every Spider-Man ever? It was so And like good. the live action... Yeah, the fact the that they brought in the live action stuff was brilliant. Like we got That's Andrew Garfield so to see Toby there. Yes, uh, Childish Gambino turning up as um, a version of the Prowler. Like he's the right, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so to go into some Spider-Man lore, um, yeah, he's the reason Miles Morales exists. Like right in a meta narrative way, because one of the writers for Spider-Man saw. But, uh, they were casting for, I think, maybe Amazing Spider-Man 2 at the time. And he really wanted the role. And so there's an episode of Community where he wakes up and he's wearing Spider-Man pajamas. And you actually see that shot right. in the first Spider-Verse film. And the writer of Spider-Man at the time watched the episode and said, ah, oh, he looks amazing in the Spider-Man costume. We should have a black Spider-Man. 
And so he created Miles Morales based off of that. So is Miles Morales not that not that old in comic books? He's pretty new. He's so Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try and speed run this. So basically Marvel rebooted in the early two thousands with a series called um Marvel Ultimate, and so you then had a new um run of stories set in a different universe featuring ultimate characters. So you had Ultimate Spider-Man, which ran for like 200 issues. And it basically was a way to reintroduce the characters, but in a modern setting so that they weren't still like Mm. from the 60s. Um, And so this run became very, very popular. And then in that run, that's when they introduced Miles Morales into the Ultimate Universe. So he was there with Peter for a time. And then in the Ultimate Universe, like the first Spider-Verse film, they kill off Peter. And then Miles Morales Mm. becomes that universe's Spider-Man. Then Marvel as they like to do every couple of years, smashed all their universes together so that there was only one universe now. And so Miles yeah, went yeah, yeah. from the ultimate universe into the mainline universe. Okay. And that's where he cool. kind of is now. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um, Any, I mean, there's so much we could go into. Absolutely. Um, I just want to say my favorite cameos uh, that we saw in there um, was yeah. the Insomniac video game, Spider-Man. Like um, right. okay, being yeah. there in in between two of the bad guys and spectacular Spider Man, yeah. which was one of my favorite um, Spider Man cartoons um, ever, which was just incredible to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and there was just so many. Yeah, I want to know what did. the Tyrannosaurus Rex's canon event was. Like, is there a Triceratops police officer <laughs> that needs to die? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, potentially. Uh, it's probably the asteroid. Let's be honest. Um, his entire species gets his entire sort of era. Well, I don't know what you'd call it. Like, yeah, just eradicated. Just gets wiped out. Yeah. How about you? What were your favourite um, uh, spider people? Oh, I don't know. God, um, uh, I don't even know the names of them. That's the problem. Like, I don't know enough spider law to sort of mm. uh, even describe them. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't think, I can't think. They were all wonderful in their own mm. way. Um, Hobie was great, uh, the British guy, um, Spider-Punk. Yes, yeah, yeah. Him being the guy to come Spider-Punk, like, oh, that was, again, the, the sort of edgy, um... It looked like an animation magazine. style. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. So I, And it was so good yeah. that they just like, don't question it, it's just like, we're just going to interact with it, everything in this universe, it's yeah. fine, screw the law. It's just yeah, quality so good, such good animation. Pav, uh, like the, even the even the direction and the cinematography, like oh yeah, when Gwen and Miles go upside down on what the, um, a shot. On the building and just sit and oh, it's, yeah, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It's so good. Um, yeah, it, there's just yeah, too much. What, to talk I about think, it. I think, yeah, there is, there is. We could go on for hours. It's one of the best films I've seen in a long, long time. I had a lot of fun. Um, I laughed out loud. Yeah. I, I genuinely loved these characters. It was so good to see this like level of, I just lost myself in their characterizations. Um, so good. Yeah. Re- really, really top, top drama. Like, um, definitely go see. I would give this like, I'd probably give it a nine out of 10 because wow, I've never, yeah. Like I, I, I just think like there's certain things that I didn't, like the ending, but I get it. Like it's a mm. small, it's a small thing, really. The fact that, that it's going to be a sequel bait, um, and then I guess the pacing was very intense. 
Mm. Um, but still very enjoyable. I like that. Still very enjoyable. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think I, I agree with you. When I come right. to, when I think about scoring things, um, stuff that I consider a 10 out of 10 is stuff that I feel has a good, like a complete ending, like an actual good cutoff point. Right. So at the moment I'm watching Vinland Saga season two, and it has been mm. one of the most incredible yeah. seasons of uh, anime I have ever seen, but I still won't give it a 10 out of 10. Mm. I'll give it like a 9.5 because I know like yeah. it's not ending in that kind of like in a satisfying place there's still more story to be told yeah, yeah, yeah. i think yeah. when i look back at stuff like when i look back at this film and into the spider-verse and the final movie i'll be able to say mm. is the whole trilogy a masterpiece yes maybe it probably will be but at this point because there's still that air of uncertainty i can't commit to saying it i'd probably give this like a like you are probably a nine strong nine maybe a nine five yeah because yeah. it is just to see, and I recently rewatched Into the Spider Verse, the first one, and just seeing the upgrades and the animation techniques and the way the characters move and just the, right, yeah, I was going to say like that's what I want to go back and watch the first one for yeah, to see that comparison because it is crazy. Like it's it's rare that the sequel, like I think the sequel is better than the first one. I agree. Having watched the first one, I think the first one had a bit more of an emotional moment at the start. I think there was, it was a more powerful moment emotionally for me but i think consistently throughout the second one the emotional highs and lows probably there were more of them i think again that gwen and her dad scene when she hugs him at the very end when he quits i think that was just perfect well just all the canon moments in general like they're just throwing emotion down your throat when it comes to like just looking at everyone's different canon event and all this sort of hurt going back and having to watch andrew garfield cry again was just i can't do it man (laughs) i love him so much (laughs) yeah oh yeah he is good anything else okay all right i think we need to move on Uh, move it no, I, I, like I say, we could talk for ages and I'm sure, I'm sure there will be like people out there kicking themselves that we haven't said something in particular. Yeah. And we will probably think of things that we'll be like, I wish I, I wish said I that. Said this I or wish that. I said that. But Just know that you are correct and we be, are wrong. Please be, <laughs> yes, please, please be, you know, nullified and, uh, and, and fe- feel like, um, we, we agree with whatever you yeah. guys say. <laughs> Unless it's because sad and then it, we don't agree. Unless it's bad, <laughs> then we don't agree strongly. Strongly, strongly disagree. So. Um, Fabulous. Okay. All right. Let's let's move on. Thank you. Yeah. Let's thwip Good. out of let's here. Move on to the next thing. Do you want to kick this bit off? Right, Sam. <laughs> I can kick it off. I can kick it off. We we are uh, talking about something something very different mm. to Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yes, across the Spider Verse. We are talking about Black Clover, the movie, the movie, which has just dropped on Netflix. Absolutely, it has. Big hype, big excitement for this anime. Uh, it's 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 a movie about Black Clover. It's a movie and uh, about Black Clover. It, it's, I, I, it's, it's. This it's, is really it's interesting because I think we're going to come at this from two very different places, and I'm very excited to see. Oh, absolutely! What you have to say on it. So. Before we kind of get into... This is not a movie. That's what I want it's to say. Not this. This is not a movie. not a movie. What do you mean by that? No, it's not. It's an extended fight sequence. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's not... 
It's not a movie. There is no movie here. <laughs> it is literally. It starts like... with a battle. <laughs> the battle continues. The film ends. Like, I mean, it's not a movie. I mean, you are not wrong. This is just a, an excuse to have like the best animators they could find a- animate a bunch of different Black Clover fight scenes for two almost two hours. I expected it to be shorter than yeah. this. My hero movies are typically about an hour and a half long. I went into this. Um, yeah, they generally have a they plot. They generally have a plot. Get to the top of the tower. Like, here's a bad guy I don't know showing up. Let's be At the very start of the movie. And then apparently 10 years later coming back. And that is a, a good enough narrative. Yep. I mean, like, I, admittedly, okay, sure. admittedly, you're missing some context from the uh, <laughs> from the series. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, but <laughs> thanks for throwing this on me. Like, I, <laughs> let me wait, throw you in that's... to the six month time skip that occurs right before the final arc starts. <laughs> the, wait, that's Asta. Yeah. What yeah. dude is yoked? He looks a lot he different is... from the first three episodes that I watched a year he ago. He's so big. I love it. Yeah, God, he's stacked. Yeah, so yeah, let's kind of attempt to try and break some of this down. Um, There's nothing to break down. <laughs> There's nothing to break down. There's a bad guy that should... Right. Bad guy gets trapped at the beginning of the movie. Previous wizard king. He breaks we should, out. We should make certain he was a wizard king, which is what Asta wants to be, which is what Julius... Yes, he was a wizard and, king. Yeah. We're king. Yes. And... He was a. He wanted to destroy the world for reasons. Um, basically, he wanted a Thanos. No, he didn't want a Thanos. He, he didn't. It wasn't he like for resources' sake. Wanted he, to he Thanos with extra steps. Wanted to start again. He wanted to start again. Yeah. He, wanted he wanted a, a big like, reset. Yeah. What? What? Who? Who? Who, do, who wants to do that? I'm most sure there's another anime. We can compare him to that wanted main characters. Most anime. Let's destroy everything and. No, but a lot of them want to just destroy it for destroying sake. He. he this guy seems to want. He seems to have some logic, and mm. that the world is corrupt, and, and he's he wants right. to wipe it them is. out and start afresh. He's, he's Noah's arcing it. it. It's God. Oh, this is this is let's God. Kill oh, wait, God. hold on a minute. Let's God's the good God. <laughs> God is the good guy in that in the in in the Bible. In and he's finding yeah, God. Okay, are we rooting for the wrong I, guy? Honestly, this in like having watched the film twice now and then looking on online discourse, so much of it is that um, um, Mitchell and Webb sketch of Asta, are we the baddies? <laughs> because here's the thing with Black Clover that I guess you probably yeah. might not have gotten into just yet. You, you got an inkling of it with the first three episodes. But in Black Clover, if you are a part of the autocracy if you are a royal if you are a lord if you are from a well-to-do family your magic is better and those who are in those positions have better lives <laughs> and apparently better magic and yeah, everything else. yeah i remember that now and it's been this way for at least 500 years because each of these wizard kings has been absolutely screwed over we meet four wizard kings pre-wizard kings and each of them has been betrayed and killed by the royalty of the Clover Kingdom. So they are, I think that they are pretty yeah. much justified in being a little bit annoyed with the way things are working. <laughs> now, does that mean I agree with genocide? Yeah. No. <laughs> does it mean I think that there should be an armed revolution? Just to clarify. Yes. <laughs> now, 
on paper, they both sound like violent actions. However, killing everybody yeah, and then choosing they, who I, comes back... I feel like you're splitting hairs, hairs a little bit. ...is worse yeah. than doing what the French did and overthrowing the royals. Nah. He doesn't choose... He said he wasn't going to choose who comes back. He said he was going to... He, was like, like, he deliberately he says, like, gets questioned the, that. The worthy are going to be the ones that come back. And I'm like, but yeah. and who decides who's worthy? Yeah. That would be you. And- Magic. <laughs> Magic did it. Magic decided. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah. Magic. Like, I mean, I feel like for this level of shonen and the age range this is going for, there is a distinction there. He's saying, I won't decide. I, I will choose people because they are worthy. Objective and magic. therefore there is a distinction. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But still, um, the bad guys have a point. And huh. seeing Asta and yes. the captains kind of defend this system of corruption kind of raises a few flags, which I mm. find very, very interesting. Yeah. Which they try... And they continuously try and justify throughout the whole film. It's like, re- like so much exposition Notice because it's shown in anime. That they and- never focus on like the royal capital where all the wealthy people live. It's always like, we've got to protect our friends who are peasants, who have barely yeah. enough to eat yeah. because the system is failing them. <laughs> but we'll also save the, the higher-ups as yeah. well. Yeah. that This yeah. is one of the big things that, has entered Black Clover discourse is whether the series ends with Aster and Yuno, like for all the extra dimensional demons and elves that they have to fight and kind of contend with, the series has gone so far to show that a peasant can do anything and rise up to be a wizard king. If he doesn't change the system, like actually change it and succeed... Mm then a lot of the messages of this manga and this show are just going to fall on deaf ears. Like, the entire thing is, yeah, eat the rich, and if he just becomes a king and then just maintains the status quo, what's the point? And this film is like a kind of like a microcosm yeah. of that, where it's almost like the bad ending because Asta doesn't change the system. He do, As all Shonen movies, everything is reset to zero by the end. Mm. Even his cool new power-up is yeah, broken yeah, yeah. and beyond use again and it's like okay yeah cool visuals what did it mean <laughs> i guess it meant that he um he was able to re- he was able to resonate with the villain wasn't mm. he? he made that co- made a connection with him and then ignored <laughs> and then him. sliced <laughs> the so- soul out of his body yeah, <laughs> yeah. um I, yeah i don't know whether I, uh, I yeah, I can completely understand the controversy and the sort of confusion around where this series is going. Um, mm. I think the villain and Asta deliberately they've written those characters deliberately to have like you know they they have the same same saying. They're, they're, My they're, magic is not giving up. Quote thing. My yeah, which is what it's it's. It's not good, is it? Like, I mean, you, let's be you have never it's liked good. that about Shonen since like day one. Is that no? I'm just not going to give up. I'm just going to try harder. And it, here it is, just on full blast because it sends sends the wrong <laughs> message. It's like it says that like no one like the world is fair. It basically says the world is fair, and if you try hard enough, you're going to get what you want. Unfortunately, life isn't fair, and people have like like stuff happens. <laughs> stuff happens, and then I you think, die. <laughs> 
it's all very well to say like if you try hard like and i think that in in essence on the surface it's a good message to send you know try mm. hard and you can get what you want but like no not in this regard because you have every, in this in this film alone you have about 10 different circumstances where people just keep trying and they just keep one upping each other and it's like well, you're more powerful than me. You are a a king, a wizard what king. What what they called? Magic kings, wizard king, wizard king. Sure, why not? Two titles <laughs> Let's put it in together, one. baby. You are the wizard king. And I think in Japanese it's maho um, as well, which is like, yeah, I'm like, is it just just magic? Are you saying magic, what, or are you king saying wizard or witch? Magic, magic. magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So you, you have these wizard kings that are supposed to be the creme de la creme, the, the baddest of the badasses. And he, they're stood there like, you can't defeat me. I'm barely even trying. And it's like, well, what if I try harder? Whoa, actually, oh, now you've got me. Well, if you try harder, <laughs> well, if you try harder, I guess I'll have to try a bit harder too. I'm just going to keep trying harder and show you what I really mean. Yeah, but but then like, I'll try harder hey, look, again. Hey, hey, can you, can and you just hear keep that? trying harder. My theme song's well. playing. That means that I'm about to get a power up and beat your ass. <laughs> uh, and what if I don't give up? And what if, like, I just keep going? I feel like, um, what's the frog guy from X Men where he's like, "Don't you people ever die?" <laughs> it's just they just keep coming it's, back. It's very true. Just, uh, struck by lightning. Yeah, the, no the plan in this, like, Come we, we talked about how the film is like an extended fight sequence, and I, um, I liked that they tried to almost MacGuffin. Um, oh, go to the secret research lab and get the secret item. And then he's already there and he's like, actually, no. And then he just beats Asta's ass. Asta's ass. <laughs> yeah, but it's, again, it, it's just so blasé. It's like the not giving yeah, up thing. I is heard. That he beats Asta to within yeah. an inch of his life. And then they run away to kind yeah. of like lick their wounds and like regroup. And then their yeah, yeah. amazing plan is send Asta to fight him one-on-one again. <laughs> and I'm like, he got his ass kicked. Like, yeah. he's not got gone through training. He's injured. He's worse than he was before. He's fighting at his peak before. What are we going to do here, guys? Like, yeah. just hope hope that the theme song kicks in? It does. Just get- and it's amazing. Yeah. But... It does, yeah. On paper, this yeah. plan is not sound. But it's not... But my problem is, I think I, think I could even... I don't know whether I could, you know... Looking, I, I I don't know. It's hypothetical and it's easy to say. I I feel like I could swallow it if it was just Asta, but it's every single good guy. They have they have <laughs> like three or four four or five one on ones in this thing, and every single one has a well. You're down now. Well, well actually, no, I'm not because I'm angry. So I'm gonna come. Surprise! I'm using <laughs> like, a new power. Like one of them, literally. There's a fire girl that literally uh, dies by the looks of things. She's buried in soil, actually, goes, actually, and she just gets no. up again. And now I'm more powerful. Than I before. love Mary Leona. <laughs> she's one of my favorite characters in the series because she's just the embodiment of how about I do it anyway? <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. What? I, I completely understand, and we've talked about this before when we've done the My Hero movies. We've talked about it when we've done um, other shonen style movies. That here you are, here's your movie villains. You've got to fight them. You're going to have a big flashy fight, and then everything's going to go back to normal. That is the shonen movie formula. 
But Will, it's all so, so pretty. It's all so pretty, though. Look, what I recommend, Sam, is you do this, you watch this again, but don't watch it and just listen. Ah, <laughs> because ah, I... Honestly, the amount of times I heard someone say something to the effect of, yeah, but like, I'm going to now upgrade (laughs) and be stronger. It, it genuinely lost all meaning by the end of it. And like the motivational stuff, like not not the motivation, the, the motives, the motivation behind people's reasons, just constantly going backwards and forwards. Well, we're doing it because of this. Yeah, but like friendship. Like, yeah, but we're doing it because of this. But, but like, but friend, friendship. My friends live here. You shouldn't kill all my friends. I have a very good reason to want to kill yeah. all of your friends. Some of your friends are royals. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are the problem, <laughs> Asta. But, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Demon magic. <laughs> yeah. But like, people have a connection with me, so they're going to root for me. So yeah. you die now. I'm going right? to. literally beat you into space but he blows up a meteor will i don't know it's so cool (laughs) i don't care sam i genuinely like it just becomes a load of flashing color on screen like you can say the animation's good i don't i think like it's taken a lot of effort <laughs> i will admit that like a lot of effort has gone into it but by the end of it it's like there's several i think there's two or three times when there's a big ball of glowing light that they cut through with a giant sword like how many times can you see that well, and it well, be the first impressive? time a different song like, was playing you've seen it a hundred times the second time the first opening was playing oh right yeah a different song was playing and as we all know that means an instant extra point <laughs> But, like, we've seen it. I'm sure we've seen that scene in different anime shows <laughs> oh, yeah. as well. Like, big sword, giant orb of energy. Or even bigger ball of energy firing back, like Dragon Ball Z, all that kind of stuff. It's a trope as old as time itself. Yeah. It's just executed here very well. <laughs> Look, I I understand your criticism. I guess. I, I get it. I really do. But what if I don't give up? <laughs> and what if I just keep on... <laughs> Saying that this is a good movie. <laughs> like, can you hear that, Will? My theme song is playing in the background. Energy oh. time. Quick, put in the theme song. And now, Will, you'll see <laughs> yeah. that actually, because we are oh, friends, no. and because yeah. I have friends that like this black clover, oh my God. I'm going to defeat you because I'm suddenly stronger than I was before. This is this is, this is it. This is just mirroring the film. Like, I have the... Oh, no. I'm in the right. My big sword but is because... coming towards you, Will. Look out. Look because out. Because I'm not the protagonist. Oh, I've won. have to back down. Amazing. No. What is this? <laughs> I have logic. I have... Oh, oh. Incredible scenes. Look, again. No. In all seriousness, I understand the criticisms. I think, especially for somebody who's not, like, into Shonen that much, or into, I guess, Black Clover specifically... Because Black Clover makes no qualms about being uh, yeah. um, the most shonen shonen to have ever shonen. It hits every plot beat. There's rug pull moments where they get random power ups for no reason, like in this film, and like in the manga, and like in the show. But after a certain point, I just found myself really enamored by it. Like, it's the underdog of the current lineup of shonen jump. And I'm just like, I'm so into it. And I get it. It's not for everybody. 
It's just so lazy. lazy. R- writing it's, wise, it's, yes. Script wise, yes. yes. Execution wise, polar opposite. From moment one, it's firing on all cylinders, I think. In a different way to Spider Verse, but it is in its own way firing on all cylinders. But I think the point, I think, I think what, I think it misses the point of Shonen. And like, this is bold for me to say, because I don't, like you say, you're the Shonen boy. I am the Shonen you, boy. You, you love it for what wins. it is. But I, I genuinely think it misses the point. Like, I think the point is, is that you see like downtrodden mm. underdogs that have real sort of reason. And real sort of belief in what mm. they are fighting for. And, mm. and you see them battle against adversity and come up and train and, and work hard at something. Not just in the moment power-ups, fighting because they're the bad guys and they're starting to do something that you don't mm. kind of disagree with. It's just like, where is the hard work here? Where Like, it's, Shonen to me should mm. be about hard work, shouldn't it? It should be about like, not... I think that's the that's the distinction for me. It's not about hard work here. It's not like I'm going to work harder than the other guy and therefore I can achieve because that's a positive message you should send to people. This this is just I I I, I carry on. I I I get up. I, mm. I do it again. Like I never give up. Well, okay, but like if you're <laughs> dead, you're dead. Like you can't just regenerate every single time and be stronger than before. It doesn't. It's not. It's mm. for me. That's not impactful. It's not. Let, let's. It's not meaningful. Like it should be like you get downtrodden to, and to you overcome work it. Yeah. hard let's, to let's become make a stronger link here again. Between um, a f- again, I'm going to use the same kind of thing, Spider Verse, because this is something that we both watched quite recently. Mm. And the f- message of the first film, a lot of that is, no matter how many times I go down, I keep getting back up. And I think that message in Spider Verse works because there are stakes. He's weaker every time he gets back up he's not gaining new strength he's working in a smarter way he's working harder because he's thinking harder and he's finding ways to beat these villains whereas with this movie in particular you're right he goes down Asta gets his absolute living daylights kicked out of him but it's not him working harder as a lot of of them do but it isn't in this case it's not Asta working harder that leads to his victory it's other people healing him. It's other people giving him more food to recover his magic energy. It's other people giving him the sword MacGuffin with the memories of all the past wizard kings that gives mm. him this. And it's even the demon inside of him giving him that extra temporary power boost. So he gains the power boost from the demon. He gains the power boost from the sword. He's not earned it with his own hard work. I guess the own, I guess you could maybe argue that he earned it through his gumption to keep on trying but that still is very tenuous and the defeat in the end comes from everybody working together and helping Asta to defeat the guy not him working hard and achieving I, I think you're right that does undercut the message that we got from those first three episodes of Black Clover a little bit You've 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 rephrased that in a very poignant way though. Like like it's everyone working together, which I get, but that it's for every mm. good guy character with their one on ones. You, you can't, can't say you can't say it from Melody like, arcs. And her they are just, just getting up t- and just, setting herself just, on fire. Yeah, and just like. But punching. what about the other? Is it? I, I mm. honestly, you know, 
Crucify me for the characters. I don't know. The guy with the like the split half and half you know, crown yes. on one side. That's his rival. Who's that? Is that his brother? Yeah. Is that his brother? Yeah. His rival. Right. His, he has yeah, a brother it, in the first. They cut there. Yeah. He's, he's like his brother, his rival. They oh, grew up not together, his... but you know, was more talented. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. But like he has the exact same scenario where he just keeps hitting harder and keeps being more yeah. motivated to hit harder and then get knocked back. And it's like the guy he's facing is articulating all of this. Like I'm not even trying. Like, and they've got the, the, they've got the, the they've guys got the with magic captains. Is, is Uno fighting? The uh, yeah. So the Ice Black Bulls. Are, so uh, the final the showdowns guys. are Asta versus Conrad. You've got um, uh, the Black Bulls are fighting against Edward, who's the Ice Guy. You've got Meloriona fighting against... Mm. Allow me to use my special pamphlet that I got with the movie to check the name of <laughs> the other person yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Edward. Princia. So she's just doing a one-on-one with her. Is it mm. one of the only two one-on-ones that we get? And finally, Jester is being fought by Yuno, yeah. know, uh, Captain Yami, Captain Ligolian, and uh, Noah Nova. Yes, so the three captains. Yeah. And the he so, the barrier guy. So, all four examples. All four, you're right. The barrier yeah. guy doesn't lose per se. Like even when they hit him with everything, the barrier guy is still just like, yeah, whatever. I can keep going. Even the one on one with Meloriona, yeah. they both it kind of gets to a stalemate, and they both say, "I could keep fighting," but they don't. The only reason that the other Wizard Kings disappear is because Aster clips Conrad's book. And then they yeah. fade away. And it's just like... Mm. But you're right. Like mm. Each fight is overwhelmingly in favour of the villain. But friendship or not giving up. And then they kind of push back. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it just oversaturate the message? Like mm. if everyone's doing it. Like isn't Asta supposed to be yeah, like he's- special? Isn't that whole point of yeah, protagonist? Like, Ash is special in that he's not special. Like, he's, that he's got he's his anti magic. Special. Yeah. I think out of all of yeah. the fights, I liked yeah. Aster's the most and the Black Bulls the most because the Black Bulls one was actually feeling like they were working as a cohesive mm-hmm. team. Like, they were doing stuff to help each other out. They were doing combination spells. Okay. With Yuno's fight, it was mostly just these three captains keeping the barrier guy, uh, Jester, busy whilst Yuno charged up his next big attack. And then Meloriona was just, yeah. fuck it, we're Dragon Ball Z now. <laughs> Punching as hard as we can. Yeah. Okay. Can I bring up Please one do. final point before we move on? I thought the point of Shonen one-off movies was to try and engage a new audience and showcase what the whole thing was about and that sort of thing. And I get that like, it showcases the the, mm. the the fight scenes and stuff. And for people who are into that, Okay, they might that might pull them in. But I would argue there is no world building here. There is nothing like for an outside person to really understand about who these people are and mm. what the heck is going on. It's like I expected after the 10-year flashback there to be some narrative, some getting to know these characters, some exposition where we that an outsider can get a feel for like who these people are. There's very, very little in terms of explaining power levels or explaining Asta 
and his ability, like we sort of pick that up through context. And I was like remembering the first three episodes that I'd seen and was like, Oh yeah. Cause he, he, he didn't get a book, mm. a grimoire thing. And that was the whole thing. So he's different to everyone else. And he has obviously worked very hard to get to where he is now. But I just think as like, if you're going to throw this on someone like, Hey, 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 come watch here's Black Clover. Black because Clover this is movie. what it's watch like. This it's like, and then get into the series. Is it? It, it, I'm, I'm, I kind of don't want... I don't know. I just don't think it's a great advert. I think it is very... Where's the, I think it's very... Where's the context? For me, looking in, very pretty film. Again, good music, good action, good animation. But I completely see your point. I think a newcomer coming into this is just going to get absolutely blindsided because this is almost... I mean, even like it says on the, on the booklet, it's 23.5. It's almost like it's canon almost to the story of black clover it's almost like this this slots in nicely into that time skip period and if you don't know the rules of the world up until this point you're gonna get lost you're gonna get completely overwhelmed with what's going on who are these guys why should i care about this what's with the different colored haired people captains like who are the black bulls there's not enough time surprisingly in this 2 hour runtime yeah for the world to breathe because it's, we need to get into the fights. We need to go, go, go. Yeah. We watched something similar, didn't we? we I watched, was just um, about to ask about fairy tale. I was going to say, so does this mean, Will, that you think that the fairy tale movie is better than the Black Clover movie <laughs> in terms of like bringing people onto the franchise? Yep. Uh... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I'll stand by it. I don't think I don't think this does enough to set set anything up and it's like yeah mm. it's very pretty I get that and like if you if that's all you care about then that's fine but like I, even with shonen I want some narrative I want some story I want to know that there's like something cuz at the end of the day like you can watch some you can be overexposed to good animation yeah. and then what I mean what there's there's lots of examples of this yeah like, I want messages like, I want to have a good story a good script to actually like work from and Shonen action movies very rarely have the opportunity to do that. There is very little room for growth when you have to try and fit into an already existing manga timeline and have to boot everything back to zero by the end of said movie. Um, the My Hero Academia movies suffer, suffer from this a lot, um, but more recently they're getting almost a second wind with the fact that the author is recognizing characters in the manga itself, which gives those movies more weight later down the line the bleach movies all had the same problem it's this idea yeah. of okay we're just going to do this one-off story maybe we'll check out a bleach movie next maybe we can check out the first one of those and see if That'd see a tier list of shonen yeah. movies and how good they are for advertisements for the their franchise but mm. i i completely agree with you and a lot of the criticism that i've seen online um which ironically black clover fans have been shouting and really happy about is this movie was carried by the animation. The animation is what made this movie good. And all the fans are like, finally, finally, we're getting the accusations that we're being carried by animation. Because Black Clover often didn't have the best animation of a weekly shonen show. So for fans of this, I think as a, as a fan, right. brilliant movie, probably an eight out of 10, some issues. But as a fan, it hits wow. every beat that Black Clover usually hits at its best and is just a good fun time. I think as a newcomer, as an advert, you're probably right. 
it's probably really not good to just show a first time. Okay, we'll leave it there. Um, saving Grace is the character designs. Jack they are Dasta. awesome as ever. Like, Asta oh, looks cool so in his cool. devil form and stuff. Um, very, very cool. Um, but yeah. All right, we'll, we'll move on. Leave it there. Enough of, of ranting about Black Clover. All right. Okay, well, we're here in Slice of Life, our final segment of the podcast. And this week, we're kind of theming it around something that we both saw. Um, I don't have as much to say about this as I did about Spider-Verse or uh, about Black Clover, but we both watched The Flash, the movie... That has perpetually been hanging around for years now. And it's finally out. It's finally here. And is it everything that we wanted and loved and hoped? What did you think? Okay. So, yeah, we're talking about The Flash because um, we both watched it very recently. And you say you don't have um, as much to say about this as Spider-Verse. I agree. Like, it's it's not um, as revolutionary. But what this was for me was a really fun time i enjoy i had a really fun time with this movie i thought it was a breath of fresh air from the for the dc to do this more comical sort of um quippy superhero mm, instead of just being movie. dark and I thought they la- a lot of the comedy landed well and it was it felt safe like the the, the movie plot was predictable from the work from the word go it was a very i guess yeah, predictable storyline is, is is fair. I think knowing Flash the character, this is a very... Yeah, it's, this it's is like Flashpoint, isn't it? It's, you know, I want to go back. Yeah. This is his origin story. For, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, and I, I enjoyed this version of that. I enjoyed the cameos. I enjoy, Like, it's very Spider-Man. They've, they've no basically stolen a lot from um, Tom Holland's... <laughs> You know, way home, yeah. Um, which I don't know. I'm trying mm. not to look at it as like you know they're just copying it. I'm looking at it on its own, thinking that was fun to see those different Supermen and those different characters come in and the different universes colliding. Bit ghoulish. A bit what? Bringing back, bringing back all those dead actors. Ghoulish. What do you mean by ghoulish? Um, one of. One of whom committed suicide because he was homage typecast as Superman without permission from the families. Okay, fair. Uh, Oh, really? Uh, Did not know that. See, this is the problem though, isn't it? Like, there's the off-screen side of things that like, I'm, I don't, I didn't know about those sorts of things. And like, yeah, saying that sounds bad, but like, if you just watch it as a movie, it's, I don't know. Like it depends whether you want to it depends whether you want to take those into account when you when you review a movie. I guess you have to to a certain extent, especially when it comes to like originality mm. of ideas. But yeah, you, um, the, the no way home comparison like, that you made is perfect because it does feel a lot like um yeah. We're just going to get the band back together. We're going to get like most people's first and favorite Batman. We're going to get Keaton back in. We're going to have um all these deep cuts. Huh? Spoilers by the way. No. Spoilers. Yeah. Full spoilers for The Flash. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> getting Keaton back was great. He's not lost touch at all. But the other deep cuts as well, there's like... Yeah, he's very good. Um, so, of course, we get Christopher Reeve, and um, I can never remember the second name yeah. of the, the other guy. Another Reeve, I think it was maybe his son. 
um, having Superman cameos. And we get one of the deepest cuts, I think, ever, which is long-haired Nick Cage Superman okay. fighting the spider. <laughs> and I'm like, how many people other than me, who is terminally online and understands that this is a cancelled Kevin Smith, um, Ted, uh, Tim Burton Superman movie, are going to get that? And how many people are just going to be weirded out by being like, is that CGI Nick yeah. Cage? Okay, so yeah. Okay. I just interpret I just I just um I just felt it as meme mm. meme value. Like it was just the fact it's that Nick, Nick it's Nick Cage and <laughs> Nick Cage in himself is a meme and he's everyone. He's everyone every and everything universe. in every universe. Forever. Like he can play anything. He, he should just play every everything. <laughs> so like there's always a Nick Cage somewhere <laughs> doing something and I just feel like that meme value is is what I got out of it rather than like it have it yeah. knowing any of that. So I don't know. It was kind of. I oh no! Was I was funny. howling when I um, when I saw it. I was like, cheap, "No way!" Like, and again, and this is it. <laughs> and they linger on it for so long. Yeah, it's the longest like, seat, like cameo <laughs> appearance, and it's Nick Cage. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh. yeah. Anyway, it was um, cameos aside, because there are a lot of them, um, yeah. and we shouldn't be judging a film just off of its cameos alone. What did you think of the general story arc of, of Barry going back in time? So I think the the problem with these movies, and it was a, I think it's a genuine criticism of No Way Home as well. Um, these storylines require intelligent people to act like idiots. Mm. Yeah. Like there's like he, sh- Barry should know a lot of what's going on. Like he's a, he's, he's, an, a very, he's supposed to be a very, very intelligent dude. Um, person, very smart person, and especially with flash, doesn't like his flash powers improve his intelligence. Like he can think quicker. Yeah, he than can. Everyone. He, he can, can like when he activates way the speed force. Like he can think quicker in that amount of time. Like yeah, the Flash is a broken character, by the way, because he can just do. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. We've had this discussion before. Yeah. Like you know, he's he's literally um can destroy universes and yeah, stuff like Yeah, destroy universes. He can beat instant like. teleportation. Like, and we get glimpses of this. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. Him yeah. being able to run well, so fast. He can go back time. in time, which I guess is beating instant teleportation. Yeah, yes. <laughs> because it's, it's reversing time. <laughs> God. My idea. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what, what were the main dumb Barry moments for you then? So like the him being intelligent and doing stupid stuff? Um. So... It, it, it's a bit like um, Doctor Strange just sort of going, hey, these are all the risks. This is time travel. Like, we, sh- we shouldn't mess around with it. And then just going, yeah, but like, what if I wanted to? And because I, I wanted to just just see what happened. Um, and he goes, he goes back in time and it takes him very long to sort of just like cotton on to what's going on. And like, he, see, he meets himself mm. and it's like, then he decides, like, my instant thing is, in this, you he he's he's not going. This is a different universe. He's going. This is a past me. Mm. So, so but okay. yeah, maybe maybe that maybe that's me. Maybe that's me knowing, sort of for, like knowing too much. I guess I don't know if it is because... because I guess it would make sense that he would think he might not. But like he knows, he says later he knows lots of different theories for like what happens with time mm. travel. 
you know, he, he, quote, he talks to Keaton and he says like, I know there's th- I've done research on this and this and this. Mm. And then Keaton has to explain. I think that the Keaton explanation for the multiverse is pretty good because he basically lays it out exactly yeah. like how Marvel has been doing their multiverses for ages. And he goes, it's a straight line and then it branches, yeah, yeah. like which is what we've been seeing in Loki and what we've been seeing in Ant-Man and stuff like that. Like it's a branching yeah, 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 time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I loved his spaghetti analogy and the fact yeah. that time went backwards yeah. and forwards. Yeah. So you change one thing and the butterfly yeah. effect works both ways. Like it's like a ripple. Yeah, yeah. It creates... And I thought that that was a really interesting but I, way but, but, but to me, that's that, that, that that's more multiverse-like rather than alternate realities. Because like the branching theory doesn't... It only works from a fixed point, mm. right? So like the, the, that from point... That, from where the change the happens, then, like boom, off goes like another multiverse. Whereas yeah. here it was almost yeah. like, okay, so you change one thing and then the entire spaghetti changes. Like you're wrong. Or you, yeah. Did he, oh, multiverse theory is so dumb. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so looking forward to like, but also my, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't understand why Barry's main objective was to make this Barry the flash because in this unit, he's, 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 he knows that like changing too much is bad for the, mm. and then he goes out of his way to create a flash in a universe where clearly flash isn't there yeah. because Barry's not working where he's supposed to be working. He created a Mars Morales. Like, he goes out of his way. <laughs> Effectively. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what screwed everything up in the end. And it's like, well, and he also doesn't question the weird, creepy guy that kicks him out of the yeah. That would be the, that would be the this, first thing. Like, he never mentions that. It. I would be like, yeah. Oh, actually, this is. There's another guy that's using the speed force. Maybe that's another. Maybe I me should deal with this because first. I'm the only one that I know has that power. Yeah. Maybe I should. Yeah, yeah. Not like create more flashes. Yeah, that's the only um, other person who can potentially do this eventually. Oh, it's oh, it's me. Oh no. Uh, what, what did you think of that reveal that um, it was me? Oh. Alternate Barry was Dark Flash. He's not Reverse Flash. That's a different character. But like, yeah, um, it's all right. Like I, I saw it. You, you see it coming a mm. mile off. Like it, it's it's pretty clear that, that that's the way it's going to go. So I thought it was it was a fine payoff. Um, I thought the it was weird though. Like it, it, Alternate Barry sacrificed himself for regular Barry, which therefore killed both Barrys. But surely the act of doing that, the thought process of doing that, stops him becoming that character because he's clearly seeing original Barry's perspective in order for him to go, hey, hold on a minute, maybe I'm in the wrong here. So then he kills himself. But maybe he didn't need to kill himself because him deciding to side with original Would Barry stops him, him going through all of those cycles uh, and creating uh, the, the guy that destroys it anyway. My Does brain hurts. <laughs> because in order for, in order for, in no, order I, for I the, get it. Like the, if, the if screwed up new guy, Barry, young Barry just like sees that he's yeah. become a monster and ch- actively chooses to, to stop trying to fix the time stream. Yeah. Old yeah. Barry disappears. Like he just floats. He'd like, that's done. But then you're in a paradox, aren't you? Because we're already in a paradox. We're twelve paradoxes deep to, here. He can't come to that decision. Old Barry bootstraps himself, like he kicks original Barry into the young Barry's timeline to create 
young Barry, therefore young Barry, yeah, creating him. But then because there's, yeah, there's already maybe a because paradox, they're in yeah. the Speed Force continuity doesn't work out the same way, and that's why he's able to sacrifice himself, and then his older self dies because they're technically the same person. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, it's messy. Time travel is always messy. Yeah, it's just just try and keep it simple, but they don't, and it kind of works. But it, it leads to some interesting set pieces. So you know that, that's that's fine. Mm. What did you think of um, the action in this? <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was yeah, good. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I th- ah. Uh, there was one moment when they release super superwoman yeah. girl and she's fighting the rush she's fighting the russians on top of the thing it looked very video gamey it looked very like she wasn't the entire them. thing looked it, video her gamey her skin and everything about honestly her the look of yeah. the of the things that we've watched recently i would say that this has the worst animation because wow. everything I think it got better towards the end of the movie in the fight sequences. I thought they I, 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 did it. I, I genuinely did. And look, you look, you're a sucker for showing and stuff. With and I genuinely I'm, enjoyed the two flashes doing their. I enjoyed bits yeah them together. fighting in the big brown field was like that was okay. That looked all right. Every time they went into the yeah. time travel, yeah. it looked awful. It looked like a PS3 game. Like you said, on the rooftop, right, yeah, it okay. looked, again, like a PS2 game. The camera even, like, yeah. kind of zooms in yeah. on them and then kind of goes behind you, like in, like, an Uncharted game. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yep. Yes. It had very what Uncharted vibes. It's like, okay, yeah. and now you get to play. Yeah. And, but I didn't have a controller in my hand. I was watching a movie. Yeah. So I was like, well, what do I... What am I doing? <laughs> you got your phone out, like... Can I, this, can I, can this, can I connect I this? To... Like, what's, what's going on here? I can't... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just think yeah. the CG did not hold up. And for a movie that's been in production for this mm-hmm. long and has had such a long time to kind of nail it down, I think there's not an excuse. I think the problem... <laughs> yeah, I, and And that's mean of me because obviously I know that these CG studios in particular are under massive amounts of crunch. And the fact that the lead actor went on a crime spree throughout Hawaii has not helped this movie's publicity and probably why they don't want to invest more into it. Did not know about that. That's fun. <laughs> okay, so Ezra that. Miller, uh, they <laughs> went to Hawaii, yeah. um, went to a bunch of different parties and started just assaulting people and then took a mother and child to a farm. How did they see it happen? Um, because flash. he w- did it in slow motion. <laughs> uh, okay, and then he cool. took a mother and child <laughs> yeah. to a farm where he groomed them Where is this and going? gave them oh. guns and let the kids who's like four handle guns. And then they were arrested, but then they've just okay. seemingly gotten off more or less scot-free. It's not great. Cool. So I don't think we'll see the flash again. <laughs> oh, this, this version, version of the flash. flash. Just bring in the guy from the CW. Like he was apparently quite good. Who wasn't in this, by the way? What the the yeah, series? The guy from the Flash TV show. Why? Why was he not in this? This is the most obvious thing to do. Honestly, like that is. I watched at least the first season, maybe the first two. I don't know. It was a while ago. 
genuinely yeah. fun. Like it, it become it becomes stale, um, as all sort of like long running shows can do, and it has that very much sort of like we don't really we've 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 explored we've done some like some of the main plot points to get some of the big stories to get people hooked and now we're sort of like not what sure where to take again? it and we'll dilly dally with some <laughs> villains yeah um but i genuinely when i first watched those when they came out i genuinely loved that first series and i liked the characters i liked the act mm. the main actor a lot of people um, sing his praise very sort of shown in protagonisty like you can project onto him sort of thing and but like you know it was a, it was my first into it was my first exposure into the character as well so it was um yeah it was quite i, I quite liked it and i liked the villain as well i liked reverse it was Flash. me barry um it was me all along yeah 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 genuinely like that so you know people might criticize that and it is you know fairly so but i i really enjoyed it um yeah it would have been good i think on on balance to kind of wrap it up I enjoyed more of the yeah. film than I didn't enjoy. Um, I enjoyed more than I thought yeah, I was I, going to. I genuinely thought I was going to go into it and think it was going to be awful. Pretty, yeah, really I went bad, with a coworker and we went I enjoyed with our expectations more than I at like absolute zero. And we came out going, there was some yeah. good stuff in there. It was nice to see Ben Affleck again as Batman yeah. actually doing stuff. Like... Honestly, I thought it was one of the best DC movies, though. Like compared yeah, to what their other stuff is, I think is. it's really competent. Put it to together, a lot of their other stuff. like I think I maybe you put it on the yeah. same level as Aquaman in terms of like, yeah, enjoyment. Again, it's flawed, and there are things wrong with it. What about Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was good. good. Wonder Woman was better than this. Wonder Woman two was worse than this. <laughs> yeah, Aquaman was better <laughs> than this yeah. by a little bit. Batman vs. Superman was yeah. worse than this. Justice League original was worse than this. Justice League Snyder yeah. Cut was better than this. <laughs> Man of Steel was better than this. And so, this it was, was a movie. Film. Six out of ten. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go six and a half. Nice. Yeah. All right. Is that everything? Okay. Cool. All right. Next. Should we leave it there? Yeah, I think leave that's everything. I like punch my microphone out of the way. Die, microphone. And now for the podcast. Thank you all for listening. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. We will uh, see you again next week for another wonderful episode where we can talk about who no, knows what. Well, whatever movie's released, I guess. Fast X. I'll I, talk about I Fast can X talk about Fast the, X. Let's do it. <laughs> Family. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, thank, thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Sam, say bye. Thank you.